This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Presented by MyBookie and Thrive Plus. MyBookie and Thrive Plus. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. Hello, world. Welcome in to a championship edition of Moneyline. In studio with two statisticians, two partners in grind at Josh Jordan 97.5 is where you can find them. Josh Jordan! What's going on, Jerry? We got a special championship edition today. We got a little special guest in studio. I'll let you get to that. But, man, I'm excited. Awesome slate of games. I think we're going to see some fireworks today. Fireworks is what we will see. Fireworks is what we're going to light in this place today. Go DJ. That's my DJ. My DJ name is Kel. What's up, fellas? Holly. Oh, well, I guess I. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna, I didn't let you present her. I was going to let you present her, bro. Oh, you know, my booze in studio today, Holly. What's up, guys? Made me get here all extra early so I could let her in, which I couldn't <laughs> let her in because I lost my card. So we had to wait. Yeah, he leaves me on the cold in the parking lot. I was like, really? Does everybody just want to leave their keys at home today? That's perfect. <laughs> well, let me do it then. In studio, the heart, the love of Philadelphia, XOXO Holly. <laughs> that was a great entrance. I love that. No, but uh, if you can hear it in our voices, we're hype. It's We were talking before the show, and it's just, does it get any better than today? It's just... I woke up today early, like at 530. I'm like, man, let me go back. I couldn't even go back to sleep just thinking about what's at hand. I just wanted to get up, start listening to what's going on. I want to know what's going on with the Kansas City weather. I just everything. Josh, what what do you think about today today? What does a day like today do for you? I'm just excited because this is like a gambler and a fantasy guy's dream with these top four offenses all playing each other this week. Like this should be fun, man. There should be a lot of points. Looks like we dodged a bullet with the weather that you were talking about. Looks like the weather should be in the mid twenties. No big deal, especially for a guy like Tommy Brady. That's, that's what they played in last week. It was like 25 degrees. So the weather should be almost identical to that chargers Patriots game from last week. Of course, this game will be in Kansas city. But man, I am excited. I love some of these rushing props. I love there's a lot of great daily stuff this week. I mean, it's all offense, man. I wouldn't be surprised if these games are 40 something to 50 something. You know, that that could be the total on some of these games today. So, it should be fun. A lot of fun. What's fun is cashing tickets, winning money, and that's what we try to guide you to here. Prop bets. It's something that have become popular around here now that it's a it, this was a this is a fantasy show, right? Fantasy and sure. gambling. But what happens when you put those together and you start finding angles and that's what's uh it's it's crossed a uh, josh's path and he's been dominating lately what were some props that you got right last week because we were on some games we were the, the one that really paid off was alvin Kamara last week i think it was like 55 was the over under on his rushing yards and 
I'm like, come on, it's Alvin Kamara. That's crazy. So it was really nice. I, I got a little worried, though, because I like to fire off a tweet when I get a pick right. And so Kamara goes over his rushing total, and I, I'm getting the tweet ready to fire off. And then he loses like four yards rushing on the next play. And I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't hit tweet. <laughs> you know, you can see that happen, right? He goes over, and then he takes a four-yard loss and then hits the under. And then I, I look like a dumbass. But luckily, uh, Kamara, he broke off what was like a 15-yard run or something like that towards the very end of the game, and that put him well over. I think he got to like 70, so it wasn't that close. So the rushing totals, man, they, they've been really coming through for me. And uh, I, Todd Gurley, I hit on the over on him as well, and that came through. And, I mean, C.J. Anderson had 100 yards, and Gurley still hit his over. So we're definitely going to look into those today, guys. There's some props that, that we both like, so we'll share those a little later. As a matter of fact, we'll be doing something different this show. The whole second hour – Every segment, we're going to have a prop of the day where we'll each have one. We'll fire it off. So stay tuned. Every single segment of the second hour, we'll have at least one prop leading you up. So you can just go ahead and mash on those. And like I said, we've been money on them. I think my man Cam over here had a prop that Foles would throw an interception or something, right? Wasn't that one that you had? Yes, I did have that Foles would throw an interception. Holly. He has to get it out of his system. You know, he's bird box the first. Give him a first few plays, okay? No, nah, man. I just, and let's touch on uh, some of the, we usually do fantasy cash and trash or what we got wrong and right. And I'll go ahead and first say it. Last week, I was as wrong as I've ever been on anything, even on Saturday. Uh, you got to, you got to be able to, you'll see these Twitter, Twitter cappers and all you see is fire emojis and winning and winning. Well, like I said, let me take my hat off right now to y'all and say, I led y'all every which way wrong. I went, I fell for the, the, the mush. Everyone was on the Colts. Everyone on the Colts all week long, and I fell for right Me for too. it after all the travel, after everything. Then I wake up on Sunday, <laughs> and I do it again, and I say, man, the Chargers got this, and all you heard all week was the Chargers talk, that right? And we, <laughs> we, didn't, we, we went up against Brady at home on a bye week, just just – I don't know if I was blinded by the powder blue jersey in here because I came in here saying, yeah, I'm going to go Chargers. And once I had my man right here, I was like, no, nah, I can't. I can't do this to him. We're going Chargers. And I, it's a sign, I thought. But at the end of the day, that's why you learn. Now you'll, you, you you take this. That's why people tell me, how do you get into handicapping? I use I got all these numbers and I got these spreadsheets. And I'm, I want to know what's on these spreadsheets because experience, I want to see how much experience plays into the number that you come up with because – you think these Vegas odd makers don't have every number that we have? You think they're not anticipating what we're thinking? Yes. So what thinks that your mathematical skills is going to come up with some kind of formula that's going to beat that? No, it's experience and, and, and knowing the situation, knowing, seeing, watching these teams play all year and saying, I've seen this. Yep. You're not going to get me like this. Me, they got me. I'm sorry. It happens, man. It Look, I was all over the Colts. A lot of us were. You know, AJ, who's been on fire with his gambling this year, he was on the Colts too. So sometimes you just get it wrong, but it doesn't mean the logic's bad. So but luckily for me, after I, I got crushed on the Colts game last week, I doubled down on the Rams, and that came through. That eight points, I was just sitting there, sitting on the edge of my seat. And, you know, they ended up, you know, finishing eight points ahead. I had them at seven, so I made all my money back. And you're talking about those – uh, the rushing props, you know, Gurley came through for me. Damian Williams came through for me. A bunch of those. So I think that's one of the coolest things for me is, you know, a lot of us love the Saints last week, right? But if you got crushed by that and you sprinkled in some rushing props and you got those right, 
then maybe you didn't get killed, you know, and then now you have that extra bankroll. Maybe you just kind of broke even last week and now you can fire today. You still got some in your budget. And some of us told you to take <laughs> Philly in the points, guys. That's did I true. not tell you, you guys? Did. Bet Holly, your house on it. Uh, okay? Holly was here last week and uh, it was so tough. And it's funny, Jerry, you were all over the Saints. And at the last second, I. <laughs> I couldn't place the bet. I just felt funky. It you know, did. Just no, some, it did. Something didn't did. feel right. I was right. peer pressuring him, too. I yes. was trying really hard. I was like, just do it. You got this. I, I stayed away, but luckily, I took Jerry's advice. I was watching how the game was going, so I got in on a, a Saints minus, I can't remember what the number was, for the fourth quarter, because I just had a feeling. I was like, there's no way the Saints are going to lose this game. Yeah. And I had to pay a little more juice. Exactly. You know, like I had to risk a lot more than I won, but I still won, and exactly. I got it right. Now, I have to admit, Holly, I was a little nervous when Foles was driving down the field at oh, the end I, of that game. Hey. Yeah. I wish, I wish, like in like in poker, they used to have a rabbit card after the river. Like it's just a fake. Yeah. You're like this is what would have happened. I wish I could have seen the rabbit card yeah. there without it actually happened because I did have the Saints money line. But I, I so wish I could see what would have happened the next two minutes. I, mean, I think I, I would have scored. I, mean, I really do. Oh if, if, oh, yeah. if Alshon Jeffrey doesn't drop that, I ball. thought I seriously thought when they missed the field goal, I was like, oh my god, Jesus loves yes. the city of Philadelphia. I was like, this is it. It's happening again. Yes. And then I was like, oh, my God, Jesus also loves New Orleans. Yeah, he it does. Was- and Jesus left Chicago, according <laughs> to Fred Flowers. Yes. Yeah, everybody needs to go get that book. Yeah, yeah honestly, go get that book. All you gambling heads out there, all the bookie busters out there, go get Fred Flowers. Jesus, is it left Chicago? Yeah. Left Chicago, right? So um, gambling, a little bit of a little bit of everything. Jesus comes back and just basically walks in a horse track, I believe, right? Yeah. And then goes from there. Yeah, so. got some, some mafia kind of things in there. <laughs> you know, Fred, it's going to be interesting. So everybody should definitely and, check and it like out. And like I said, I've, I've, I haven't read a book in years. And I told him, I'm, this is the first one I'm going to sit down and read. He you said, it's right up my it. alley. Oh, 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 yeah, actually, you don't even have to read it. You can listen to my wonderful voice, too, if you want to get true. the audio book. That's available you can check on out the audio book. our website at ESPN. Yeah, you, you can download it. And I, <laughs> I actually did the music for the audio book. So you can hear me, not my voice, but I'm on that as well. <laughs> there's a big thing. There's a, a big Set of tangibles today. Weather has yep. been talked about. Injuries. And no person other than I want to speak to about these kind of things other than my man, Andrew Carlson. Breaking news. Sir Stefan Newsflash. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's, uh, I guess, the second to last Sunday that I'm going to be seeing y'all, at least as the injury expert. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> We're going to just start breaking guys' arms so Andrew has something to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not really much to talk about this week, but I'll do my best. We just want to hear your sweet voice. So the Rams, they've got nobody on the injury report. Every single player on the active roster is uh, good to go. The Saints, they've got a whole two guys on their active roster on the injury report. Benjamin Watson, he's dealing with appendicitis, so he's out. And wide receiver Keith, uh, Keith Kirkwood, he's also out with a calf injury. Uh, they had three offensive linemen who were listed on the report during the week. Uh, guard Andrews Pete, he is a hand injury. Tackle Ryan Ramsick is dealing with a shoulder injury. And center Max Unger is dealing with a knee injury. But they were all full practices by Friday, so I don't expect them to be limited in any sort of significant fashion. And then the Patriots and Chiefs are about as healthy as you can be heading into the, this time of the season. Um, so they're both going to be at their best for the AFC title game. New England doesn't have a single player on the injury report. And Kansas City just had one. Uh, Dorian O'Daniel, who's been ruled out. So 
they're basically good to go. Safety Eric Berry, he's going to be good to go. So that's big. Not much to talk about. Wow, yeah, that's big though. It's man, I I sure don't like Gronk now. I didn't like Gronk anyway because he can't run anymore. But if he's going to have Eric Berry on him, ooh, I don't like him at all this week. So. Something to look at, guys. He's going to have a tough matchup, and Brady's not even really looking at him anymore. He's just kind of a decoy. Yeah. I just I woke up this morning thinking, what if this is that game that they just, for a reason, they know no one's going to be looking that way. Yeah. He hasn't, I think, I mean, I saw something like he hasn't had over three or four receptions since week. I don't remember what. Yeah. I just, I'm just thinking this isn't Gronk. You no. know what I mean? And these Patriots are going to pull out. Today is the ultimately day that you pull out all the schemes. These four Coaches can pull out schemes more than anyone. So what do you think about as far as weather, Andrew? Um, all the lead-up talk to this week, do you think it affects that game? Once I think once it gets to a certain point, it affects both teams equally, and no, neither, neither team really has an advantage. Once you get down to, like, once you're talking, like, zero degrees, five degrees, I don't think either team really has an advantage because there's no one in the world who is genuinely used to or comfortable at playing at that sort of temperature, so... That's interesting, and I actually had a play on this when I thought it was going to be a lot colder. Uh, colder. Going back over the years, I remember, you know, just like Peyton Manning and, and a lot of these older quarterbacks like Brett Favre. I remember him playing when, you know, he was around 40, and he just wasn't the same guy when it was like cold, cold. So I really had a theory that like maybe Brady is at a disadvantage being in his 40s if this game's going to be super cold, and, you know, Mahomes is in his 20s, so he'll be okay. But now, I mean, it's gonna, it looks like it'll be like 25 degrees, and that's, you know, Brady, they play all their games around that temperature. That's not a big deal. But if it was like 12 degrees, 10 degrees, you know, snowing, then I worry a little bit because I think, you know, the guys at 40, they can't handle the weather like a 20-year-old would. But I don't think that's going to be the case today. I don't think it's going to matter. I think Brady's going to have a big game. Brady loves the cold mm, weather. He, does. he actually plays his best. Before we let Andrew get out of here, at Hyped Up Andrews, where you can find him on Twitter – Saints or Rams? I got to go Saints. Chiefs or Patriots? You know what? I've been sticking with the Chiefs, so I'm going to stay with them. Going Chiefs. There you have it. There you have another perspective on it. The Sharp Report. Before we go to break, KC, 55% of the bets. New Orleans, 52% of the bets. On the money, New Orleans and KC both getting 58% of the money as well. We'll be back. This is Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us at Moneyline975. Just a squad that goes by Moneyline. Holly, Josh Jordan, Clutch City Cam, my man Hector, 
Andrew's in the house. My man's been traveling around the world. Andrew's in the house. And none other than Jerry Bow. Let's get to recapping some of the games so we can talk about what everybody wants. And that's this week. But but we can't just move on before we 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 touch and we look at what how the games played out according to the lines. Like I said, the props that we got right. And that's how you can kind of translate it to the following week, which is today. No doubt about it. And, guys, you can watch the show, too. It's on ESPN975.com. So go to Twitter, at ESPN975, at Moneyline975. We have Holly in studio, guys. If you're ever going to watch the show, this is the day to do it. I'm just saying, you know, it's not just me and Jerry sitting here. Because I didn't get my hair did today. I didn't get my hair did. Yeah, so today's the day. Put on ESPN975.com. Watch Moneyline. We'll get you ready for the games. But, no, Jerry's absolutely right. This is... This is just a great slate of games we're really excited about today. Should be a lot of points, and we'll get into that a little bit. One thing I was talking to Jerry about over the break is the Saints game, the line moved a little bit. It was at three and a half for most of the week, and then now it's it's down to three. And, and me, I, I jumped on it a little early. I wish I hadn't because I had to pay a little more juice to get it at three. But now the number's at three, so I want to ask Jerry. He's our expert. What do you think happened? Why did the line move a little bit this week? There's a lot of people that got that uh, Rams love. They wanted to bring it, it down. Yeah, it, it, not all half points are created equal. To get on and off those key numbers, especially three, let's talk the key number in football. Man, it's got to be a lot of money either which way. So they saw it coming, and they moved it off. Same thing with the total, though. It went from 56 to 57 quick, and then it went back to 56. Now it settles at middle ground, 56 and a half. They don't know. They don't know right now. Anyone can win this game, and it could go over or under. It's yeah. easily, and you can say that usually you can correlate your parlay. And that's another thing I wanted to say before I forget. Whenever you were talking about your bet, your Saints bet, but then you also had the rush yards, correct, yeah. on the Saints, right? Yeah. So then what was his thoughts that he the Saints would – his thoughts, but he ended up backing out. But he, he initially thought the Saints could blow this open, yeah. but he didn't want to bet that. So instead of betting it, if the Saints were to blow it open, the game script would have to entail to the run game. So either you can win both bets if you're like, yeah, Saints, and if the Saints did cover that big spread, it's because they would have to lean on the run. They would blow it open. The game ends on run. Let's do it like that. Correlate your plays like that, and you might be able to uh, – you're basically hedging yourself. Yeah. You're helping yourself, and it's a great point you made, and I just wanted to make sure I touched on that before I forgot because it, it, that's his play. If he thought the Saints in his head were going to cover, and he said right before the game went off, I said, man, I can't do it. Something feels funny. Yeah. But if that was his initial thought, then he could still cover himself and get his money in on that play. If Saints blow it up, whatever, cool. Man, then probably Kamara gets there. Saints didn't get there and cool anyways because he got there. No doubt about it. And I think they finally caught up this week because I, I think his rushing total, uh, Kamara, I think it's in the 70s this week. It was like 55 last week. Wow. So I, I think they've caught on. And for me, I feel like Kamara doesn't get the respect. Like, you would never see a line like that for, like, Zeke Elliott. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel like people respect him the way they should. You know, we're fantasy guys, so we know he's, like, top five every year, yeah. you know, since he became the main dude. I mean, that guy's amazing. I just don't feel like he gets the same run as, like, Gurley. Like, even Gurley, like, last week I took the over on him. I think it was, like, 75. Was And he was coming off an injury. He hadn't played in, like, a month. But they set the over-under for Gurley at, like, 75. Yet Camaras was at 55. I just... You know, sometimes you just – and Jerry's kind of showed me this. You just have to look at these things and, and be like, really? That, you does know, it make yeah, sense? Yeah, does it make sense? And then jump all over it because 
and, and Jerry's taught me this too. They have so many things to try and handicap. They're not going to get everything right. And that's why they only have $500 limits on uh, yeah. most places on these prop bets because they don't want to take that liability. If they go in on the on either side of the game and somebody puts a big old bet, they can move a spread a half a point and then, and then get action on the other side. But when you don't have that in props, what are you going to do? Move 66 to 70 and then all of a sudden someone's going to bet the other side? No, 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 no. They can't ever make up for it and, and it leaves a liability for the book. That's why they set it at 50, so uh, at 500, I'm sorry. So just keep that in mind. There's spots to pick. If they don't want to take a big bets for a reason, they want you to place those big bets on these sharp lines. Yes. They want you to help out so they can get 50-50 action. They don't want you going over there and mashing on that on that no. uh, prop one bit. Let's go over to the HRMP listener line right now. We have Tyler with a question. What's going on, Tyler? You're on Moneyline. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Josh, Jim, Holly. Hey. Hey, what's Cam. Yeah. How do you do? What's up, Tyler? Another day in paradise. Hey, man, I wanted to, uh, I was actually, wait, I was, I was going to talk uh, that little half point that, that swung. I actually bought that down earlier in the week, and I'm kicking myself uh, for Me doing too. so. Because, uh, you know, I wish I would have just waited. Yep. Uh, but, you know, I, if you guys, any of you guys played AJ's college basketball yesterday, I know y'all had a good weekend. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I just wanted to, uh, wanted to call and uh, talk the Saints and Patriots. Now, in this case, uh, I'm thinking Patriots, you know, going to get back to the Super Bowl, and I'm thinking the Saints are going to win. Um, I know, you know, with the uh, the sharp money and all that good stuff, I'm thinking of just going parlaying Patriots money line and the Saints money line. I uh, just wanted to see if that has any value to you guys and uh, you know, see if, if I might be wrong, see if I should do the uh, – you know, get the minus three with the Saints. But I just want to see what y'all have to say. Thanks, Tyler. Today, guys. Thanks, Tyler. You too, man. The key word here is wrong, which we're not going to use that word one bit today. I don't care what side you're on. I'm passionate about my sides today, but – I can't look you in the face if you have whatever reason you have behind the opposite side because this is a toss-up. Look at the look at yep. the lines. Look at what the lines are. Don't get me wrong though. If it's at three, I think that not every home field is created equally. And you're going to tell me that that Saints home field is only three points? I don't dig that. I think it's more four, and that's why I am on the Saints, Tyler. And we'll talk about it why later. What about you guys? I'm actually leaning Rams in the points here. I'm not saying that Saints aren't going to win, but I got it earlier in the weekend. Uh, I took Rams plus three and a half. See, and I can't look at her and be like, no, and usually, you know, I'll come. And it's like, man, I feel you. I feel you. It, it could go that way. How about you, Josh? It's funny Holly says I probably flip-flopped three or four times during the week before I placed my bet. Had to talk yeah, myself yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was just like, yeah, at first I was kind of – you know, I don't want to give all my picks away, but I was leaning one side for a lot of the week. And then I was just like, what the hell am I thinking? And, and I kind of just totally changed my mind. So I think this is a good week, too. If if you do feel good, maybe money line that thing. You know, like if you feel good about them winning and you like one of the dogs, money line it. Why not? You know, I just I'm, it's only three. So if you really think they're going to win, why not cash out more money to, you know, take a shot? And let's face it, we only got one more big game to bet in football season. So this is the time maybe if, if you feel something good, take your shot. Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to say the same thing. You only have two weeks left of gambling, so yeah. you might as well just go all in for it. Yeah. I mean, if this is for me, this is one of the safer weeks. Like, I know it's kind of hard. to. It's weird. It's like both of the, all these teams really have a reasonable chance of winning. But I think this is one of the easier 
weeks to actually go just not against the underdog. So, yeah, if I was Tyler, I would just go all in. I mean, you got one week left, so. Yeah, and that's not bad. I mean, if you think the Patriots are going to roll and the Saints are going to roll, then why not? You know, get that parlay, get more money. Why not? It makes sense. Take your shot. This is the time to take your shot, and it should be fun either way. This is I think we're going to have some games that go back and forth. I think we're going to be freaking out a little bit watching these games because points are going to be scored so fast. I just don't see how that's not going to be the case. And this is what the NFL wanted. It's kind of like the NBA this year where everything's hitting the over and their ratings have never been higher. NFL, all the point totals are way up. The ratings are way up. This is what they want. We haven't seen a whole lot of pass interference penalties in these games in the playoffs. They've been kind of letting them play. I think that continues today. I hope it does. And what I hope continues is this Bree special season that he's having at home. And that's why I'm so confident in the Saints. At the end of the day, I think in in this next segment, and just teasing ahead, we're going to break it down in every angle we can. But ultimately, it falls, I think, in between Breeze and golf. It's as simplistic as that sounds because you can't find nothing on the special team aspect where it uh, separates one from the other. But one thing, golf versus Super Bowl quarterbacks in his career, Jared Goff has faced six different Super Bowl quarterbacks, three and nine. I'm sorry. He has faced... 12th in 12 games uh, winning Super Bowl quarterbacks. He's 3-9 against the spread. This year, he's 0-5 against that spot. In those games, he loses by 9.8 points. Is that good? (laughs) You know what I mean? And and don't get me wrong. Everybody can pull out a number for everything. Everything. But I'll pull out this number. Drew Brees is 6-0 straight up at home in the playoffs under Sean Payton. Only other head coach that's won six home playoff games without a loss is Pete Carroll since 2003. If the spread closes today, under four for New Orleans, it'll be the lowest spread for Breeze in a home playoff game ever. That's crazy, right? You're listening to Monday Night, ESPN 97.5. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 713-780-3776. At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us. Clutch City Cam, Josh Jordan, Holly, special guest in studio, Jerry Bowe. We're doing our best to put you in the best position to win money, to cash tickets. We're trying to hit every single angle we can. So we'll keep digging into these games. And let's. what better to do than start with the first game? Let's do it like that. In the Big Easy, the big game, two big coaches, two schematic offenses. What way do you see this going and why? Man, I... I'm leaning Saints here. I know a lot of people are, but they're at home. I just, I think Breeze kind of knocked the rust off last week. I mean, what did he start the game with an 
under throwing a, a pass and having the interception there. And I'm sure Holly was jumping off her couch at that moment. You know, the Eagles get the ball and I just think Breeze, you know, because they had they had the bye week and they, you know, they didn't really need week 17. So I think they were just a little rusty last week and they finally kind of got going in the second half. The thing that's really interesting for me is Akeem Talib's going to play. And he didn't play in that first matchup when Michael Thomas like went bananas. He went for like 200 yards or something in that first game. I don't think that's going to be the case today. I think he'll be okay, but I don't think he's going to take over the game. I think Aqib Talib could be a big difference maker, but I'm still leaning Saints in the points. So I think they're going to get it done. But I think it's—I don't feel great about it. Early in the week, I was all over the Rams. You know, I've been fighting myself all week, but just at the end of the day, I was—you know—it's the Saints. They're at home, and. You know, I was listening to to RJ's Dream podcast, and these teams that get the home field advantage in the playoffs and, and win their first round game and never have to go on the road, they traditionally over the last few years have been dominating. Dominating, yeah. So I, I'm just I'm going to go with Breeze. I think this is his chance to to put that one more big thing on his resume, another Super Bowl. You know, at the end of his career, I, I think Breeze is going to get it done. I like the Saints today. Going against, or not against, but with the Tlaib stat and or the fact that he's coming back or whatnot, Michael Thomas lined up against right corners 47.5% uh, of the time. They move him around. Only thing is that Peters runs, he, he usually sticks to that right side. Yeah. So they're going to have to sacrifice. If, if they usually keep him on that side and he's not a shadow guy, that means because he, he's, he's, he's better there and better for what he has been this year is pretty poor. Yeah. Imagine him playing somewhere where he's not that great, but he, they have to sacrifice if they're going to put Tlaib there. What happens when they move Thomas to the slot? I mean... And they, they will. And they will. And they will. And that's, what, that's what's so crazy about these offenses because... What happens when – and that's what drives me to not believing in the Rams as much as I do the Saints because with Cup, they had that yeah. th- that musical chairs. They can switch all three of those guys out. With Cup gone, they haven't been the same. Let's let's no. be real about this. So can they scheme up enough to, to keep up with that Saints? Because you saw the Saints – just for example, let's talk about last week. The very first play, they came out on max protection and tried to bomb it to Teddy. Yeah. Again, he underthrows it, Breeze underthrows it, and gets picked. Yep. What was their mentality there? They're coming out telling you, hey, we're bombing too. Like, with a max protect? I, I, here's what it is, right, Jerry? Is Breeze, his arm's not what it used to be. That's what and somebody they, said yeah, that. Yeah, you know, they were coming out. Everybody's playing everything in front of them with the Saints, all the little dink and dunk stuff. So I think they were coming out trying to send a message, we're going to go over your head to start the game. And then once you do that and show them that you can do that, then you go back to your dink and dunk stuff. And I think that's what they were trying to do, but Breeze missed the throw. Make me proud, Holly. She's got so much stats in front of her, and I'm just curious what she's got. I want to hear some trends for you guys. Let's do this. Okay, well, first off, if the Saints come out playing like they played last week, it's not going to look good for them because you played a banged-up Philadelphia team, and you barely beat them. Now, don't get me wrong. I have Saints in the Super Bowl. That was my preseason prediction. Mine too. However, (laughs) I am taking Rams in the points here because what's going to be the key factor to this game? That run game has got to be shut down. Both of them on both sides of the ball have a great run game. The Saints' run defense was one of the best. Since week six, I'm sorry, since week 13, they're bottom third in the league. Now, on the other side of the ball, CJ Anderson, when he's relieving Gurley, he's leading the league rushing 422 yards since week 16. And he also set uh, league records 
100 yards and a touchdown in each of his first three games with a new team. That's never happened in wow. the NFL, okay? Um, the only thing I'm really worried about is golf. Because which golfer are we going to see here? Exactly. Bet the board will tell you he completes 73% with a clean pocket, but 43% under pressure. So if we can get a halfway decent golf, I think that they can hang in here and cover. That's so. interesting. I like it. No, and, and, and that's a lot goes down to that. And like I said, it's going to be as simplistic as it sounds. Breezer golf and whatever he plays. So sometimes you get a special caller and we'll talk about this game later on in, in detail but this morning i woke up and i said i need to get the perspective from someone that's going to be in kansas city but someone that bleeds that red someone that is all about chief's kingdom someone that lives for this moment that he's never had none other than Alex Gold, someone I'm glad I could call a friend. I'm proud to call him a friend. Alex Gold, live from Kansas City. What's going on, my man? My man, what's going on? Yeah, everybody fired up here in KC, and you said it. This is something that people have never experienced. It is going to be the biggest home game in Chiefs history. Never had a game like this at Arrowhead. So everybody's jacked up. I don't know how many people got a lot of sleep last night considering what's at stake tonight. I saw your tweet about a bunch of Chiefs fans, I believe, at the gate. Is that, does that surprise you how much Chiefs fans were in Houston flying there? It was amazing. You know, it was really cool at the gate. And, you know, yes, it was a direct flight to Kansas City. Who knows if other people were connecting from other destinations. But there was a huge group of Chiefs fans, and it was awesome. Everybody's sitting around talking, telling stories about the Chiefs and, you know, past playoff woes, talking about Lynn Elliott and all the missed field goals and all that stuff that hopefully is behind Kansas City after they got over that long home playoff drought by defeating the Colts last week. And, you know, there was two Patriot fans on the flight, and it was pretty funny, the flight attendant made an announcement and said, I just want everybody to direct their attention up here to this gentleman who's wearing a Patriots hat and everybody booed him and stuff. It was all in good fun. It was, just, it was just a great experience to have a chance to fly back home for a game like this. I've never been able to, to have certainly anything at this magnitude before in my life. And again, I'm fairly young, but there's still people, my parents, they've never had a game like this to experience. I mean, Kansas City, this whole town has been going nuts, not just all year, but certainly this week. Wow, I bet breakfast was wonderful this morning. I could just only imagine. Let's talk about one thing, though, that's been going around all week, the talk, and there's nothing better than get a human thermometer sitting there right now rather than reading into these columns. What's the weather going to be like in your eyes? And is it going to, I mean, obviously it's going to get colder towards the end of the game when, the, when, the, when, the, when it gets dark, but do you see the weather playing any kind of impact? See, I don't know. I think both quarterbacks – Certainly Brady in his career has proven he can play in cold weather, he can play in the snow and all that. Brady, nobody I think should be concerned about. Patrick Mahomes last week, temperature-wise, if you, if you look at it, last week actually it looks like it's going to be maybe even a little bit colder and in worse elements overall than this week. I mean, the temperature has fluctuated throughout the week. And last Sunday, we, everybody was thinking this thing was going to be a high temperature of, you know, four degrees and windy and everything, and that has shifted to upper 20s now last check. Uh, the local weather forecasts are, are saying it's going to be about 20 degrees or so at kickoff. And as you said, yeah, it's going to be dark pretty quick, so it's going to drop. So wind chill is going to be close to zero when we, we get into the fourth quarter. But it's not supposed to be all that windy. I really think both quarterbacks will handle themselves fine. I, I don't think it's going to be as big of a factor as some would believe. And this goes with the crowd as well. I'm sure you guys have seen the, the cut making, uh, the sound clip making the rounds with a national radio host that, that said, oh, it's going to be too cold. Chief fans aren't going to be making noise. They're just going to be trying to stay warm, which is one of the most laughable things. Chief fans have taken that personally. So 
I can tell you this, they're supposed to play that clip on the video board at some point, either before the game or at the game, to fire this crowd up. And the last time the Chiefs played the Patriots at Arrowhead, they broke the Guinness World Record, 142.2 decibels. They're trying to gun for that and more today. So there's no issue with the crowd. I can promise you that. This place is going to be rocking come 545 Central Time. Man, you give me chills. You got me so hype right now, man. Straight up, I'm looking around. All of us have red on whenever we spoke. Like, why'd you wear red? Because we're all going for Chiefs today. And uh, Yo, sorry, That's fiesta. right. I, uh, I'm so glad you came on. No doubt. Hey, Alex, I, I wanted to ask you, I, I have a feeling that if Bill Belichick's game planning for this game, he'd probably like Tyreek Hill and Kelsey not to kill him. And that might mean right. that he won't mind if the Chiefs run the ball a little bit more because – you know, you, the Chiefs are going to put up a lot of points, but if they run the ball a little more, maybe they don't put up quite as many points. It's one of the big reasons that I love Damian Williams today. I think he's going to have a big game. Will you we talk about him a little bit and what you've seen from him over the last few weeks and, you know, what you expect from him today? Yeah, you know, I think it, it speaks to Andy Reid and what he can do with running backs because he really did come out of nowhere with someone that they liked when they acquired him and, and, and picked him up in the offseason but it was somebody that didn't have much of a role when you had Kareem Hunt and you, you had Spencer Ware and you, you go out and you got Sharkandrick West once the Kareem Hunt situation happened and they cut him. And honestly, I wasn't sure how Damian Williams would adapt, but he has stepped right in. Here's the thing. Running the football has not been the issue for Kansas City and with Damian Williams. Where I question Damian Williams today and something that we got to keep an eye out for if they struggle is the loss of Kareem Hunt in the passing game. You go back and look at the previous meetings for – the Chiefs against Bill Belichick with Kareem Hunt go back to his debut, his rookie year. Remember when he had the fumble on his very first handoff? Yeah. But he was, you know, such an influence in the passing game in the first two meetings in his career. Kareem Hunt was. They don't have him, so who's that running back? If that's the case, that's going to step up in the passing game. They don't have a back that was nearly as influential as Kareem Hunt was. So that's one less thing Bill Belichick has to worry about. So for me, not only is Damian Williams the guy I think has to have a big game, but if in fact they are able to slow down Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins no longer can be a decoy. Sammy Watkins, who had a couple big catches last week, I think Sammy Watkins needs to have a big game for Kansas City today and not just be the, the third or fourth option. I think he's going to have to come up with some big-time catches for the Chiefs to get a victory. That's crazy you say that. That was a big topic of ours during the, uh, the, the break because a lot of people were throwing up that Sammy hasn't crossed 60 yards over a, Bill, a Belichick defense, but he's always been the centerpiece of those other offenses. He wasn't the, the, the third option. So when they take the one and the two away, they're not going to be worried about Sammy, and I agree with it. Today's his day. He's got to have a big day. Alex Gold. From the Gold Standard, you could catch him on SB Nation Radio every day during the week. And also, you do some stuff on the weekends, correct? Go ahead and let the people know where they can find your work, because I promise you, he's a, a not only a friend, but I'm a big fan of his work. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, SB Nation Radio, Monday through Thursday, uh, 10 to 1 Eastern, locally, for those in Houston, on SportsMap 94.1. And then, uh, yeah, on the weekends, Sunday nights, 6 to 8 eastern as well so it's been uh, been fun doing that and certainly this time of the year and hopefully i'll have two weeks of of talking some chief super bowl uh we'll see if we get our wish here tonight oh you're gonna get your wish thank you thank you so much for coming on and, and blessing the money liners and good luck go chiefs kingdom absolutely go chiefs <laughs> all right thanks alex all right guys we're we are up against a break that was a great guest we will be right back we're going to hit all these games we'll get back to the saints game we'll give you all our plays you're listening to Moneyline espn 97.5 <laughs>
Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Teddy, the original rope shaker. Shut it down, good lord. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, she don't play around. Cover much grounds, got game by the town. Getting paid is a forte. Each and every day, true play away. I can't get her out of my mind. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. ESPN975.com Presented by Thrive Plus Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776 At Moneyline 97.5 Is where you can find them Just the squad The the crew that goes by Moneyline And we try to bring you And fatten your pockets every Every single Sunday We try to put extra cash in your pockets Try to Try to Pump up your fantasy teams, and now that that's gone, we will have a DFS segment, a, a, slight, a real short one. We'll fill up a lineup like we have been all weekend. Again, we'll do our props every segment coming up the second hour. That's just 15 minutes away. We will be dropping prop bets. My man Cam's been on fire. I think he's hit one every round of the playoffs, to be honest with you. I could even go back to the field goal one. Uh, I forgot what he hit the week before, and then he had the the, the foals. I mean, he's on them. He's going to give one. Josh will give one. Holly will even give one. I'll give one. We're all going to give our prop bets, things that will guide you in case these lines are too sharp for yourself or or your heart's invested in one side and you're a Patriots guy and, and, and you believe in the bookie busters and I'm over here about to hammer down against you. Um, I'm sorry for that. Nothing personal. I, like I said, I can't tell you that you're in the wrong. I can't say that, man, That that's a bad bet. That's not a sharp bet. I can't tell you any of those things. I can tell you good luck and uh, I'll see you after the game. Yeah, no doubt about it. This should be fun and this is a tough one. This is a this is a week where you need money line. You you need people like Holly and Jerry Bo to, to point you in the right direction on what what to play. And let's let's get back into this Saints game here. We we were diving into it, and luckily we had Alex join us talk a little Kansas City Pats. We'll get back into the Saints game. Uh, we already talked about the spread a little bit. Let's talk about the total, Jerry. Do you think and Holly? Do you think this is going to be a high scoring affair? I mean. You know, the easy answer is, yeah, they're great offenses. But we saw the Saints get off to a really slow start last week. You know, it's possible they do it again. What do you guys expect when the game, when it gets started? Do you think it's going to be a a lot of scoring? Or do you think these teams are going to kind of feel each other out a little bit? I think that it's going to start out a little slow because, I mean, we all know that both of these teams can put up a lot of points. But when we've been watching the playoffs, besides the – the I keep calling them San Diego (laughs) – besides the Chargers game last week and the Patriots – there really haven't been that high-scoring games in the playoffs. So this is a little bit of a tricky one. Let's see. What do they even have it at? For the 57 is the over-under on the Rams and Saints. Now, that stat that I had that says uh, between these two teams, it clears the over clears 55% of the time. Again, I think that the playoffs is a little bit different, and I think I might actually hit the under on that. That's interesting. Jerry? A lot of people that? are on the under. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. It's a game – that can easily blow open. You know how the Saints play in that dome. They can yeah. easily blow it open, but it's do either of these teams fear the blowout factor or do they have enough confidence in the offensive side of the ball that they could, they feel that at any point they could get back in it? I say yes. Yeah. So then you play your you don't typically have to play down or play a, a, a specific scheme. You say we go out there with what we know. I'm not scared of that team. Yep. And we're gonna play with what we know. 
How many fourth down conversions or, or attempts are we going to see today? <laughs> like, let's set the over-under on that because that's got a lot to play with the, with the, with the spread. If you, if you can tell me that you'll see four of them today, if you tell me that, that in the first quarter you're going to see them like you've seen with these teams go, I mean, they're doing them in the first quarter. They're doing them in their own 35-yard line. That's crazy. You, it's playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's go hard or go home. You might as well test the water. And they're not all, like – one yard you know you're seeing them at like three it's you know you're exciting. like whoa you're like, yeah do it do it <laughs> but the numbers tell you that it it usually works out and back to kind of your point too jerry that both these teams can run the ball you know so they know they can attack you through the air but both teams are really good at running the ball and they both have two running backs on each team that that are getting it done so i think we're going to see a lot of balance today I don't think you can load up on one thing or the other. There, there's just too many weapons on both sides of the field. I I think it's going to be a pretty high total. I, I really do. The total, we talked around that 56-57 area, depending on where you're playing at. Hopefully it's at my bookie. Since 2003, there have only been four previous playoff games with a total of 57 or more points. Usually when you get this far also, you don't see that. The over went 4-0 in those games by an average of 6.5 points. Wow. There were points. The, div- the over is nine and one in Saints playoffs games in the Superdome, including five and ones in games that Breeze started. The lone under came in last week's game, so it really, if we were talking last week, they'd be nine and zero in this spot for the under. I mean, for the over. I'm sorry. So the lone one came last week, and that's after getting off to that big start. Yeah. Last week, seventy-seven percent of the tickets were on the over of that Eagles and Saints. Everybody was thinking points. Game started, two Eagles touchdown. Nothing, though. Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing, no, Saints just shut him down after that. It was unbelievable. Breeze has played in 18 games after the Saints in the previous game in the Dome. The total went under by at least 10 points. That's what happened last week. The following game, 72% to the over, 13-5, and five, a decent amount of sample, over a touchdown, 7.1 that the game goes over in 10 of those 11 starts. So, I mean, just those are numbers, and that just tells you that there were supposed to be points last week. I think it was more of a, the will of the of the Eagles saying we're not going out like that just yet. We're going to fight to the end, and they and they didn't. They ran out of gas. Yeah, they, they, they ran out of gas. Every not everyone can have the story. That's why it's so coveted the Super Bowl, man. That's why as a fan right now, if you're a fan of the Saints, if you're my man Alex Gold, like he's living on top of the world because it's hard to get here. It's it's hard to get to that Super Bowl. Just get there and it's hard to win it. You know what I mean? So you take it what it is Breeze in his head. He's got to think, old Yeller, this is old school right now. This is me. When do I ever get here again? Yeah. No, you're right. It's and that division, right? Every year somebody else wins it, it seems like, that AFC or NFC South. So, yeah, this is probably, you know, Breeze's last real shot at this, and he's already got all these passing records. Man, just icing it with another Super Bowl, you know he wants that. You know, he doesn't get mentioned with, with Brady and Aaron Rodgers and those guys like he probably should. Another Super Bowl will get him in that conversation. Goff versus Breeze, let's just talk playoffs-wise, not head up or anything, but in two postseason starts – the number one overall pick 2016 is 53% passes, 6.1 yards per attempt, one touchdown. Breeze, 305, 14 to 2 in touchdown interception ratio and six career starts in that stadium. I mean, talk to me, man. It's unbelievable. I, 
I think we're going to see a little Teddy Ginn today because I think they're going to try and really limit Michael Thomas. So I think Teddy Ginn, they're going to, and they targeted him a lot last week. And, and that deep shot that Brady or that uh, Brees threw that interception on was on to Ted Ginn. He just underthrew him a little bit. I think we're going to see him get going today too. Golf under pressure, eighty percent completion percentage and eleven point two yards per attempt with a clean pocket. Without it drops two yards. Does ranking uh, Sheldon Rankins does that? Because people uh, usually when you're an interior guy, you're either a big run stopper or you're great. He's great at both. Yeah. So will they take advantage of that? They're going to miss him, but you know they still have Davenport, who they took the rookie from last year. He can rush the passer. They still have Cam Jordan, so I think they're still going to be able to rush the passer. I, I think I think they're going to miss him in the run game. I think that's where it's going to happen this week. The Saints are they're going to miss him. I think you know Gurley's probably going to do his thing. That would not surprise me. I was actually surprised the Saints are. Did you guys know that um, they're ranked number three against the run, yeah. their defense, but they're twenty second against the pass. So that could be. A little of a good sign for golf. For sure. No, yeah. I, I mean. That's, that's what I'm, I'm over here with my points and I'm finger crossing. I'm like, okay. That was going to be my point to why I think the Saints are going to win because n- the only thing that either of these teams have a lead on defense is the Saints run game because Rams horrible against the run, decent against the pass. Obviously, Holly just pointed out that New Orleans is terrible against the pass. So for me, that's the deciding factor is at least New Orleans has something you can call a lead on the defensive end. And along with only giving up 80 rushing yards uh, per game, they've the most they've given up this year was 75 to arguably the best running back in the league, Ezekiel Elliott. So they've been able to stop people, and one of those people might be Top Gurley. And that's what ultimately leads me to the Saints also, because if they concentrate on stopping that, okay, Goff's going to have to beat them. Yeah. I mean, Goff's going to have to win this game. So as that's where you'll know if this— a lot of these times, you look at how the game starts and see how they line up, see what packages they're running. If the Saints come out and score a touchdown, say the Saints get come out and score a touchdown on the first drive, you start hitting that over. And say it goes opposite and the and the Rams score a touchdown, then you start thinking because McVay's going to play to let's play with this lead and, and let's keep them. Like he's got, he, he, he wants to minimize the impact that golf has on this and lead it up to his schemes and, and to Gurley, in my eyes. Don't get me wrong. That's in my opinion. But everybody talks about McVay and 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 Sean Payton, but what we have to talk about here is Wade Phillips. Even after losing Cup and Gurley, McVay's offense still st- scored 30-plus in all but four games. They only failed to put up at least 23 points once. But let's look at what Wade Phillips. That defense got lit up for 30 points plus seven times. It's unbelievable. They have Sue and they have Aaron Donald, but they're not good at stopping the run lately. They haven't been as impressive as we thought that they would be either. I'm glad that you pointed that. You guys pointed that out. And they almost gave up 40 to Oakland. And y'all really going to think that Drew Brees is and one of his possible last times to the Super Bowl is going to let Marcus Peters come into New Orleans, talk all that trash, and not come out with a win? He ain't taking the gumbo home. He ain't taking no (laughs) No, gumbo. No, he's not. You know, when I was watching him say that, and I was like, Jesus Christ, does anybody watch Marcus Peters? I'm like, you are a burnt toast. Like, your ankles are probably going to break on the field. I mean, I'm still back in my... The points over here, the Rams and the points. Okay, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I could totally see that. I was like, oh, please don't mention Marcus Peters. I ruined my morning. <laughs> he was clowning, man. What is he thinking? What is he thinking? He got burnt the first time. Like, what? Why? Why he are you doing this? He was trying to be Jalen Ramsey talk, and I'm like, you're burnt toast. You can't do that. Didn't work out so good for Jalen this year either. <laughs> All this talk about these games, there's only one place that you can get your bets in, and that's at my bookie. Just remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. My bookie AG is the only online destination to get action on any game. I always talk about the. These live bets and these prop bets. I'm telling you, get over there. 
I usually, today's a special day. I don't think the game's going to be on by the time I get home. I'll have a little bit of time to get there. But usually, hey, these live bets, even, you can even live bets on fights. I mean, if you see a fight going a certain way on basketball, live betting on basketball is so much the most interesting things because it's about rotation. On football, you're more worried about downs and field position. On basketball, you're worried about rotations, uh, foul trouble, and things like that. So go over to mybookie.ag, and this is what we're going to do for you here on Moneyline. You're going to go go over there and put in promo code RADIO, and they're going to give you a 50% bonus just for listening to this show and getting in on Championship Weekend. Get over there right now. Ride that Chiefs kingdom down to the ground with us. Go ahead and jump on whatever side you want on that Rams game. It's whatever you want to do on MyBookie. One thing that I can guarantee you is that they will pay out. MyBookie.ag, promo code RADIO. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5. 